morning, good morning, good morning. It's another splendid day. Today I speak that it's going to be a grand day. Today is just going to be a better day than yesterday. More peace, more joy, more provision, more revelation. Let me tell you in my life, my testimony, God is revealing so much. He's confirming so much. He's speaking to me so much. He's uplifted me so much from a low place, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically, financially. I'm telling you, God is doing a great thing in my life. And I am praying for you today that he does even greater in your life. How about that? I'm so happy about what he's doing in my life that I want him to do even more for you. Anybody under the sound of my voice, it is my prayer, it is my hope, it is my earnest plea that God do more for you than he has done for me. Because you know what? When someone attached to you is blessed, you're blessed. When I'm blessed, you're blessed. So it's just to me in my mind, it's just like a never ending circle. It's a never ending process of just everyone being blessed. No matter if I'm blessed emotionally, you're blessed. Because when you're going through, I'm emotionally balanced. I'm emotionally healthy. So I'm able to help you when you're going through. And dig this. Trouble don't last always. It don't last. I've had to learn that. That suffering and disappointments and sadness, it don't last always. Yeah, those moments will come back. And it'll kind of prick you a little bit. But it won't be like the initial sting of when that thing first took place. So God is just awesome in my eyes this morning. And I lift him up. I lift up his name alone is worthy to be praised. His name alone. There's so much in the name of Jesus. There's healing. There's peace. There's deliverance. There's confirmation. It's soundness of mind. Soundness of heart. It's humility in his name. It's long-suffering in his name. It's provision in his name. In other words, whatever you need, it's in his name this morning. And I want to say to you that Isaiah 9 and 6 says, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna read the whole the whole thing, just a few words. <clears throat> that should give your heart some rest. Isaiah 9 and 6 says, For unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. For unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. Unto us God gave his son. Unto us no count unclean, not fit, not worthy, but unto us, God gave his son. Unto us. Now, I don't know what you've done in your life, but I know what I've done in my life. And it hadn't been anything too glamorous. It hadn't been anything that my parents would have been proud to say that I was their daughter. 
it, it wouldn't be anything that my grandmother would stand up in church and say, oh, guess what my granddaughter did. But I know in my life, <clears throat> I've said some things, I've done some things, I've went to some places. I've been in the company of people that God wasn't pleased with. But unto me, a son was given. How about that? Think about the things in your life that you have done. You knew it was wrong. You knew that it was wrong. Yeah, you tried to sugarcoat it in your moment of flesh, but you know that it was wrong. You know that it was drop dead dirty. You knew that there was no right in it. You knew that if the covers would have been pulled off you, you would have lost your job. You would have lost your marriage. Your kids would have questioned your love for them. Your family would have stood in amazement and thought, I can't believe that he did so-and-so. I can't believe that she did so-and-so. But unto us, a child is given. And his name is Jesus Christ. And everything that we need is in him. Everything that we need is in his word because he is his word and his word is who he is. That's just what I believe. But unto us, a son has been given. God gave his only son to die on the cross for us every time we lied, every time we took things that didn't belong to us, every time we every time if you've been in an adulterous relationship with somebody that you know wasn't yours, every time that we fornicated, every time that we purposely told a lie to be vindictive, every time we said something against somebody to ruin their character. Every time we did something wrong, every time Jesus knew that we would do something wrong, every time he knew that we would cross the line, but yet and still, unto us, a son is given. He died, God allowed his son, his only, the only one that he had, that if it, if I look at it in the natural sense, <clears throat> His only son that he could have said, come on, let's go out to eat. Come on, let's go shoot some hoops. Come on, let's go down to the mall and buy the latest J's. His only son. He didn't, he didn't even think twice. But he gave his son to die for this ugly, sinful, wretched, wicked world. And let me tell you, do not be deceived. This world is wicked. This world is full of deception. We're looking at things that our spirit is telling us that is wrong. But the world says, well, if you feel like doing it, you do it. Well, if you feel like that it's going to make you feel good, then you do it. We're looking at wrong. We're seeing the sin, but we're condoning it because, well, you know, Jesus died, you know, for all of that. And so, but that does not license us to continue in sin. That is an opportunity to get your life in order. God has given us grace to get in place. And his grace, I believe, started when he allowed his only son to die for us. I'm learning what the death of Jesus Christ really means. 
And when you really want to know what it means, when you really want it to touch your heart, it should make you rethink some decisions. It should make you delete some phone numbers from your phone. It should make you say, no, thank you. I'll pass on some engagements, on some less hookups. It should make you want to serve him and surrender everything to him. For unto us, a child is born. Unto us, a son is given. God gave us his son. Don't let his giving be in vain. Don't let his giving be in vain. <coughs> Excuse me. Do something about the fact that you know that God gave his son to you, to me, to the world. But what do we do? We just live fancy free. We do whatever we want to do. And we think that tomorrow is promised to us. We think that, well, as soon as I get that right job, I'm going to dedicate my life to Christ. As soon as I get my money together, as soon as my money falls right, then, you know, I'm going to go down to the church. Or this, people kill me with this and I just pray for them. Well, as soon as I get the right suit and tie, I'm going to church. Well, as soon as, you know, um, I get the, the right color shoes to go with this dress, I'm going down to the church. Or where children are concerned. Well, you know, unless it's a suit and a tie, they can't go to church. The devil is a liar. You bring that child to church in whatever they have. Whatever they have, you bring them. Because it's not in what they wear. It is what is on the inside of them that God is trying to reach. But we've been so, we've been so just programmed, programmed to think that we can only go to church if we have a certain, a certain attire to wear. I'm not, if you are, if you're not a babe in Christ, then you know better than to put on something with, you know, that's that's all the way up your legs or something with all of your cleavage hanging out. If you are not new in Christ, if you've been in this thing for a long time, then you know balance, you know discretion, you know wisdom, you know sound judgment. So that's for you. But if you are a babe in Christ, and you are sincerely wanting to get a, a closer relationship with Christ, you wear what you got on. And those of us who are spiritually minded, who have discretion, who have balance, God will tell us, that's if he tells us how to build a relationship with you so that you can learn what is the proper way to come into the house of the Lord or to go anywhere for that matter. And if you have children that are under your care and you want them to go to the house of the Lord, but all they have is what their mother sent them. Do not keep those children at home. You take them down to the church and perhaps God will touch somebody's heart to say, you know what? I see you've been bringing those children and I see that, you know, they could use you know, some pants, they could use a different shirt and God will touch someone's heart. Why don't you let God touch your heart? If you're concerned with what they're wearing, why don't you buy them a nice shirt? And, but you see what I'm saying? For unto us, a son is given. So we don't have to worry about all of that. What man looks at. 
God is looking at your obedience in bringing those children to church. He's looking at your obedience when he's touching your heart saying, I know that, that, that you look at what you're wearing and you don't think that it's up to par with what everybody else is wearing, but just go ahead and go. I'll take care of all of that. Why? Because unto us a son is given and he's got everything we need all across the board. So I hope I have said something that has blessed you, encouraged your heart, that has given you just a little bit more breathing room to say, wow, you know what, that 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 touched my heart. I needed to hear that. I'm encouraged to go on just a little bit farther and see what the end will bring. Please pass this podcast to two people that you know that they're sinking and all they need is a little bit of a pick me up. Surrender your life to Christ. Pray for those those seasoned, sound-minded, Christ-like individuals to come into your life so that they can help hold you up when you get weak. So that they can give you the word of God when you feel like you're slipping. No man is an island. No man is an island. If you fall, you need someone there to help pick you up. And let me give a little bit of balance. If you are a male and you want to surrender your life to Christ, don't let don't let all your prayer partners or so-called prayer partners be women. Pray for God to send you some seasoned men of God. Know what your weaknesses are. Know where your weak spots are at. If you are a lady and you need that that encouragement and you need that that surrounding of from women to encourage you to help you live your life in balance and wisdom all of your all of your friends shouldn't be men you know your weak points know your weaknesses and maybe you say well i can be friends to the opposite sex and there not be anything well good for you but the majority of people i know do not have that testimony So I pray for you today. And I want to let you know again, for unto us a child is born. Unto us, you and me, a son has been given. Don't let God's giving be in vain. Surrender your life to him. Everything to him. From the smallest thing to the greatest thing. Because the good news is God wants to fix it. He wants to straighten all of this up. He wants to straighten it all out. He wants to fix it. He wants to, he doesn't want to just put a band-aid over it. He wants to heal it from the root of the problem. So this is all good news. This is all good news. Better, greater. It is sooner, not later. Be blessed. I love you. Until next time. Bye-bye.